This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, Steven Universe fans, and welcome to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Steven Universe uh, After Show. We'll be covering episodes 110 and 111, as well as the recently released shorts, and we'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now... Let the buzz begin! There is something wild about having an actual L.A. local artist in an episode. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular, singing about the suburbs, yeah. about <laughs> nostalgia. They've well, only existed for like 70, 70 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I wrote down so many Pearl comments from yes. that episode, it's pretty glorious. Bomb. Hello, Steven Universe fans. Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Steven Universe After Show. We're looking at episodes 110 and 111 because... We're back on hiatus after that, evidently, for reasons we cannot fathom. And we're also looking at the recently released iTunes shorts, so we've got all sorts of fun stuff to talk about tonight. With me tonight is the wonderful Emma Fife. Hi, that's me. My name is Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F. The glorious Megan Salinas. Hey guys, I'm just grooving over here. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiajay. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the live chat up. We have the hashtag ABTVSU on Twitter. So if you've got something to say, if you have any questions, throw them in there and you may well get a shout out. We're back on hiatus again. Yeah. I feel like we need the sad, the sad trumpet, the bum bum bum. <laughs> you know, I'm disappointed. That's the one. That Thank too. Thank you. That, that was too. fantastic. I, I'm disappointed, but at the same time, I feel like the Stephen Nuke was a was a lot to process. I, I would have rather gotten an, a consistent airing schedule than a ton at once and then hiatus again. I agree with you. As, as much as I was definitely enjoying having so many new episodes and doing a show every week, which was super fun. I, I do agree. I, I would have settled for um, a consistent airing schedule. I've heard some rumors as to why we're on hiatus. Uh, it mostly has to do with pirating and things leaking. So stop being bad, internet. Ugh. I heard that it was someone within the studio that was leaking. That's it. also very Ooh. possible. So, yeah. Yeah, guys. Which is a problem. Please don't do the thing. Yeah. But we also have people in Europe get and people in Canada and people in China get yeah. things more quickly than we do, despite them being American-made production. Yeah. There's about three shows that I watch where everyone across the pond or across the borders yeah. has more than we do right now. And it's like, I don't know what you want. We're, a, glo- we're a global community yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah you, I mean... Every industry needs to not per- needs to stop pretending like we're not a global industry. Yeah, yeah. you know that it's not a global market. Um, before, I mean, f- go ahead. Oh, oh, I just want to say uh, before we really hit the ground running, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Angelica Gomez in the chat. Oh, hey, happy birthday, happy birthday to you! Yeah. Hope you have a good time. Yeah, I was just going to say the video game industry can get their act together and release games in different languages at the same time. So yeah, that's I don't true. know what we're doing. I don't know. Could not tell you. They or even... didn't ask me, guys. I'm I just... know, right? <laughs> Obviously, we know everything about the industry. <laughs> <laughs> or even Japan with uh, with a lot of their anime releases yeah, with simulcasting. <laughs> yeah, you can't get an English dub right away, but you, sure, get, sure. you get the Subtitles. English subs, at yeah. least. Released in places where you can legally watch them. How about Ta-da! that? It just, yep. It's a magical thing. Stuff and things, things and stuff. Anyway, we are looking at tonight, last one out of Beach City and Onion Gang, which I thought was kind of, it was an odd episode to leave off on, but it was also kind of a fitting end of summer. Sure, We're leaving yeah. you now. <laughs> That's true. It's time for the fall to start. Yeah. yeah. And we also have the little cadre of shorts. Uh, Cooking with Lion, Gem Karaoke, Steven Reacts, Video Chat, and Steven Song Time. Yes. And I'm going to be that person. I want to start with Steven Reacts. <laughs> Fine. I love it. I'm also so mad. It's a little upsetting, you know, really, for, for anybody who does reaction videos. Because for a while, if anyone subscribes to my channel on YouTube, you know, for the longest time, we did do reaction videos to Steven Universe, 
And they keep getting taken down because Turner, the company that owns things, basically says, you're using our audio, you can't use it, and has decided that fair use doesn't apply to reaction videos, even when you don't have the actual video footage in there, and literally no one is going to watch your video instead of watching the episode itself. So we had to stop or risk my channel getting shut down. Right, right. So on one hand, I love that they are in touch with all of this, and they know we do reaction videos, and they have everything. The crying, the crying. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Track about the airing schedule, the I didn't think we'd be getting this, the I know what this is. Like, it's definitely a we've seen reactors, we know how this works, and it's hilarious. But I'm so mad because so many Steven Universe reactors are getting shut down. Yeah. So it's like, it's funny, but it's also kind of a slap in the face. (laughs) I did enjoy Steven's little wink at the end to the hiatus thing about Prime Breakfast Who knows when that'll be, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I will say, uh, in regards to that episode, and specifically the episode of Crying Breakfast Friends that he was watching, (laughs) I was, like, very emotionally, like, traumatized by it. Because I don't know what it is for me, but stories about, like someone who has planned an event and then nobody comes are just like the worst. Been there, the done worst. that. It is the absolute uh, worst thing, you know. You spend all this time prepping for a party right, and right. nobody came. Yeah. And then the very obvious fusion joke. Yes. In the bit like, yep. It, <laughs> it was a great short. It yeah. really was. And very obviously the crew universe is in touch with their fans. They know sure. what we do. They know what we like. And that was very obviously a for the fans thing. Yeah, it just kind of hurts because the fans keep well, getting shut the down. Theme, the the thing to keep in mind is is that's not their intent. That well, no, it's not up to the creator. Yeah, it's yeah, not. I know. it is one hundred percent. You know, a corporation saying, "Yeah, no, that's our intellectual property. It can't be used in this way." So, anybody complaining to the creators about this particular short, please don't do that. It's not oh, their no. fault. No, yeah. it's not their fault. I thought this was hysterical. It also is just like, oh, I'm in pain. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I used to be you. <laughs> oh, Steven. <laughs> Such is life. Do we yes. want to hit the rest of the shorts? And then yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah, good to me. Let's go ahead. All right. Cooking with Lion. I, oh, I love that Steven... Oh, my God. I'm not kidding, guys. I legitimately want to try to make snack sushi now. <laughs> I feel like we should. I don't even like cheese puffs, but I'm like, maybe with rice and like the spicy mayo. I think that might there, be all good. There have been a few... I like recipes that I've seen in cartoons where I'm like, could that work? Yeah. I, I want to try this. Could that work? And this is definitely one of them. Especially <laughs> like putting the spicy mayo on it. I'm like, oh, that's And it's all up on the side because it's fancy. It's like, <laughs> you have just cracked the code for every fancy restaurant I've ever been to. Yeah. All like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I would love to see if anyone has done this. And I'd love to set aside time to try it myself. Yeah, it just it seems hilarious, and I love that Stephen has his own little YouTube channel and does yes. all these things. Does so, the unboxing? Tube, tube. <laughs> tube, tube. That's right. Yeah, he does the unboxing and the reaction video and the cooking videos and just well, lying. And we know that from uh, Restaurant Wars that he actually is a very skilled cook. Yeah, yeah. because I guess he has to cook for himself most all of the time. All the time. Well, because you know his dad's not always around, and the gems don't eat. So, nope. <laughs> well, and I'm pretty sure Greg is good at like canned soup and waffles. Probably, yeah. probably great at waffles. Oh, oh man. I bet yeah. Greg makes some bomb waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Greg waffles with everything on them. That's where we got the together breakfast from. Yeah, exactly. We have a Inspired few people who are hungry dad. in the chat. I know. Well, I'm hungry now too. I know. I could definitely go for a li- another snack. I can I go just for waffles. In, I just waited in line at the world's slowest McDonald's, so I'm fine. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, no, we should actually get together and make that. Yeah, I see so down. And did you see the other recipes were for the, uh, what was it, the dog nut? The donut with all the... Yes! And that actually was on a poster in Last One Out of Beach City as well. Yeah, yeah. And the... uh, 
Breakfast. Oh my god, I'm losing words tonight, you guys. What a the crying breakfast friends? No, the uh, together breakfast ah. was one of the other click here to watch the video things. And I liked that next week we're doing the cookie cat. Yes, <laughs> like cookie cat ice cream behind. sandwiches. <laughs> Do they make cookie cat ice cream sandwiches like, feel like for real? Should. For real? Because <laughs> they I, need to. I think they should be for sale, like in Seven Eleven right now. <laughs> I mean, it's basically Neapolitan ice cream sandwiches yeah. in funny shapes. Yeah, go yeah. fight, win. I feel like yeah. I could. I feel like I could make cookie cat ice cream sandwiches personally. So that's clearly my. That's my. That's that's my YouTube channel now. It's just going to be make all the food you see on Steven Universe. Yes, I am down. If anyone wanted to create a YouTube channel where it's just food exclusively seen on television, like someone already have, did, have that. A yeah, game, yeah, have a Game of Thrones episode. That would Dang. be super. Oh yeah, no, um, people have channels where they recreate the dishes in media. There's one of them did jelly donuts that look like rice balls because of Pokemon dubbing. Uh, I've heard of that. I told you about it. Yeah. Can no, we all just agree that we want pizza that looks as good as it does in Teenage Mutant Ninja absolutely. Turtles? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I, I literally blame Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> for my love of pizza. Like, I don't think I would like pizza as much as I do because if it we were weren't for... Because we just loving it yes. as children. Yes. And then Renji in the chat says bacon pancakes. Like, yeah. Bacon pancakes, yep. making bacon pancakes. But speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. One recipe that they have in the new show that I've wanted to try: pizza gyoza. Oh my oh, yeah. god! Did you say you found a recipe? I found a recipe. I have not had the chance to try it yet. I need it in my life. I though. know we need to do this. And the other thing I adored about this lion. Just being a cat, just the blip and no. the like, grooming himself on yes. camera. That was a lot of tuna. Yeah. And then you threw it up in my shoes, and I'm like, being a cat owner, summarized. Yeah. Yeah, I have two cats, and uh, Lion's behavior is very, very similar to just how my cats would behave if I was like, guys, we're going to make a show. <laughs> And I, have, I would I get, hope that you wouldn't have cats up on the table where you can... No. <laughs> they sure think that they're allowed to be there, but I disagree with them. Squirt bottle. Oh, I kid you not. Whereas if anyone watches our videos, they've, they've already met Winter. Because our cat's like, oh, you're doing something. No, you're not. Pet me. <laughs> okay. You're our third host. So, yeah, I just... She's such a diva. She is. Oh, my God. I'm just going to sit here and talk about my cat. <laughs> Welcome to Cat Cast, guys. <laughs> What are we talking about cats? <laughs> just lion, very, very much a cat, and Stephen doing lion's voice. Yes, Aww. I think everyone does that for their pets. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. There wasn't a lot to gem karaoke, but it was still just super cute. Yeah, it was really cute. And I like that, you know, they convinced Connie to jump in for the end, and she just, like, really, like, took over and flourished. Oh, and- yeah. It was just a nice little family moment. Yeah. And I love that. Occasionally, you really like that. And it was nice to use a short for that purpose. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, not to mention that we love... Any any chance we get for the gems to sing is always mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah. And this is such a fun song, you know? Yeah. I'm glad that they decided to use that song again oh, yeah. for the purposes of karaoke. And I it's- love every time that Garnet is, like, involved in the fun stuff. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. Not that she's not fun. She is, but, like, she's definitely, like, this. This, this this character she, that she, everyone aspires to be. She's this pillar she is of cool space mom. Yeah, and and so like for example, um, in uh, the the Future Boy one, I loved that she was the one that jumped in there and was like, "Sure, you can use my like future sight powers." Like I I love when she's like, "Yeah, cool, I'll play along. This sounds great." <laughs> I love when the Future Vision just comes back as yeah. a joke. Like you occasionally sit there and go. Oh, yeah. She knew. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly how it's going to play out. And I love that the song is basically Steven Universe Party in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it kind is that, of is. is. that the song that Sadie was singing in Sadie's yes. song when she yes, was cleaning? It That's it's what I thought. It's the one where Steven yeah. came out in a dress yes. and performed in front of the whole town. And it's one of my favorite moments in the entire series. Yes. Because it's incredible. Yeah. And right now, Chad's just talking about a Steven Universe and Ruby crossover. It started <laughs> with a Neapolitan joke and went from there. <laughs> Y'all are going to need to send me a transcript of this later because I want it. (laughs) (laughs) We have... God, video chat was probably oh my, my god, favorite. Fantastic. Yes. Oh my god. Because so, for a brief moment there, it got real real. It did. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, Peridot has become my favorite character uh, because... Magneto Dorito. Yeah, because it's just so fun to see her 
figuring out human life and that was the thing it's like once she like committed to the fact that she's like I'm living on earth like this is this is my life now she started to you know try to figure out all the sort of idiosyncrasies of being a human and so the video chat thing and her figuring out how to make the internet work in the barn was just <laughs> so funny and then to have that juxtaposition with Lapis of who's also in her own way embraced living on earth but has not like figured out people at all but is naturally more inclined to be better at interacting with people than Peridot is, but to have Lapis be like, Steven, oh no, you're trapped in a box, I'm going to save you! <laughs> well, Lapis's frame of reference is <clears throat> being stuck in a flat yeah. thing. Barely able to communicate. So this is Steven being stuck in a flat thing, presumably Peridot's yeah. off-brand <laughs> iPad. Mm-hmm. Who did this to you? <laughs> Your jam's not on here. I'll get you out. Yeah, like, yeah. also Steven ran to the barn real fast. <laughs> like, wow, kid. Warp pad? Yep. Who? Yeah, maybe. Who even knows? <laughs> but yeah, I just, for a moment, you have like, oh, this is Lapis's frame of reference. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's funny, but the reason it's funny is because of something very sad. Yes. Agreed. That makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. That's one of those things where you have to know the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, on the surface, they're like, oh, it's funny. One of the things together is trapped in a screen. And if you know them, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah! That, but but that at got the same real. time, once she knows that it's that's not the case, you know, it's not like she dwells on this. Oh, She's yeah, no. gotten to such a wonderful, like, I don't know about happy place, but she definitely seems more content than I think we've ever seen her. Oh, yeah. She's she's snarky. I love it. Mm -hmm. Like, these two being the odd couple is one of my favorite things the show has done recently. I love it. I'm into it. Just because they're such a weird mix of personalities, but they're just perfect for each other. They are. Yeah. Now that that they're on the same page, they work so well. Mm Mm-hmm. And just the last detail of this that I love, Skype cutting out. Yes. Essentially extended noodle incident mm-hmm. story. And then it bit me! And that's how I got the internet to work. And it's like, we missed half the story, so you still don't really know how she got I the internet to work in the barn. like 85% yeah. of that story. I feel story. like she had to grapple with a creature that was living in the barn. At or the in the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Lawnmower gremlins. Evil things. Mm-hmm. Fact. So, yeah, that just, that was well worth it. And then our last one is uh, Steven's Song Time. Aww. Which, back to Steven's YouTube channel. Yeah. Aww. Most of these are Steven's YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm waiting for the moment where, you know, the, a fan goes ahead and puts that song. Because, he, you know, he put up the yeah. keys and everything I like that. I would not be surprised if it's already happened. Yeah, no. Given that these shorts have been out for, what, less than a week? Uh, they came out October 3rd, so that was Monday? Oh, yeah. Tuesday? Less, less than Whatever a week. day yeah. that was. Yeah. That I don't know Monday. what day today Monday. is. Yeah. <laughs> Today's the sixth, guys. What is time? <laughs> uh, Monday, that might Tuesday. Third, nope, Tuesday Monday. was not the third. <laughs> Monday was what the third, guys. Got it. it, got it. It was definitely Monday. Today is the sixth, and it's a Thursday. <laughs> uh, yes, they came out on Monday. It was great. It was beautiful. How many After Buzz hosts does uh, it take to figure out a calendar? It's a date. Yeah, that's how calendars work. This <laughs> song, though, for me, I just related to this so so much because I've always been, you know, especially when I was a little kid, I was very, very overly emotional and I had a very difficult time, like, talking about and dealing with my feelings. I mean, I I still do as an adult. Uh, So the fact that he was like, I'm, you know, I've got all these feelings inside of me and I'm having a hard time, you know, talking about them. So I'm trying to put him in a song to make it easier to communicate. And I was like, you and me both, bro. (laughs) Now play along with my emotions. Yeah. And like, and it's, you can definitely tell he's definitely a teenager now Mm -hmm. at this point because he's singing about mom and, and then just that it hits that point in the song where he starts to cry Mm -hmm. and it's just like, I have so many feelings because I, I wasn't musically able when I was when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, and to this day, I'm definitely not. So I can't express myself through music. But I was definitely the type of teenager that loved to listen and sing my heart out to mm-hmm. all the angsty stuff. How could this happen to me? <laughs> yeah. That didn't I come out until I was in college, mistakes. so no. But <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, crawling in. <laughs> Lincoln Park was a little bit more accurate. Yeah. Lincoln Park is really good for that, even still today. <laughs> 
Just like, nope, gonna crank it. But, I'm mad. Let's do this. But it's not just an angsty song, as uh, as they're pointing out in the chat. It's a, it's still a hopeful song. Yeah. It's sweet there's, there's all this, you know. There's a lot of emotional weight, and we we see it, and in, in, we'll talk about it in one of the episodes. There's still a lot of emotional baggage that Stephen is working through right yeah. now. But there's still this unending sense of optimism too. Yeah. To go yeah. With it. Yeah, I, I think what I wrote down was, oh, child, you have problems and a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so many that's problems. That's it. That's the show. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that, you know, anytime you are taking an emotional situation and, you know, putting it in the scenario of, okay, we're explaining this and working through this in a song, like, there is a certain degree of hopefulness to it because, you know, music is meant to, like, make you feel things in a way that you can't necessarily process with words but yeah. it it helps you know what i mean so yeah. i don't know i really liked it yeah There's something about music music yeah. without lyrics can still affect you yeah so yeah absolutely <sighs> and I just love the way he signs out with I love you yeah. <laughs> like you're talking to people on your YouTube channel that's so sweet like I would watch your YouTube like yeah. all of it you can just imagine someone halfway across the world being like I have no idea who this kid is or where he lives, but wow. <laughs> yeah. I listen to enough independent artists on YouTube that a lot of them do kind of sign off with a very similar, like, thank you, mm. like, I love you guys, you guys are great, because yeah. the people who watch their videos are so supportive. They, they are, are ones, right? and it's, it's you know, enabling people that it's, I'm going to just get really existential about <laughs> the state of the do entertainment it. world today, but I mean, that... That is the thing that is so nice with platforms like YouTube and like Twitch and with podcasts. It's like you now have the ability to just create and have people consume it. You know, the, that that gap between creator and consumer is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. And now you do have all of these people who can very instantly support like if you if you have an art and you have people that are uh consuming it through the internet and uh, you know they're 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 supporting you like enabling you to keep doing what you're doing and even if it's even if it's not necessarily lucrative right from the get-go or anything though there's certainly the ability <laughs> to make money uh in the oh, internet yeah. um you know you still there is something to be said about having fans and that kind of emotional support from knowing that there are people out there that are like listening to you or watching you and they like you you're making their day better and and they communicate that to you and it's uh, yeah. yeah hearing that people listen and care yes yeah. in turn makes you go oh yeah. gosh yes i care too yeah but i was i was at the streamies the other night talking with people on the red carpet i know right hey <laughs> <laughs> like humble break no there's a point and one of the things I'd ask him was, what do you want to say to your fans? And mm -hmm. every single one of them to a T, thank you so much. We wouldn't be here without you. I yeah. love you guys. Thank you for your support. Just And so many of them were like, I'm on a red carpet. This is crazy. You guys put me here. Yeah. So it's like, they're people like us. I know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I talked to Thomas Sanders and had a small meltdown. So that <laughs> <laughs> fangirl moment that was a thing and it occurred and we're moving on <laughs> to the last two episodes we're gonna get for the foreseeable future question sure. mark <laughs> I don't know there is a Steven Universe panel at New York Comic Con this weekend I don't know I don't think it happened today I think it's tomorrow or like Saturday all the big ones are tomorrow yeah, Voltron um, well, Steven Universe oh, I was gonna say I, I know the person who was moderating it was flying in this morning so uh, uh, hopefully not today then uh, yeah other, otherwise that would be a lot uh, but anyway um, I so hopefully there will be some sort of indication of when it might come back later in the weekend. So if anyone's actually going to that panel, feel free to live tweet it and yeah. throw all the pertinent information know. in our hashtag. Because, yeah, we're all going to be like, hello, New York Comic Con, what do you have for us? Because literally none of us will be there. Yeah, <laughs> I have friends who are up there right now, and I'm like, go to the Voltron panel, go to Steven Universe. Yeah. Here's all the shows that I follow. If you go to these panels, Here's I need list. detailed notes. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about last one out of Beach City. Oh man! Bless this, this episode. Was so okay, listen, good. guys. I need uh, Pearl, the top of Pearl's outfit in a like tank top form immediately, so that I can just dress in the exact outfit that she was wearing. In this. I <laughs> concur. I want to be. They cool make those, like you Pearl. know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
think I'll try drinking tonight. I know. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm gonna... I wrote down like half of what she said. It's cool because the collar isn't supposed to go that way. <laughs> like, oh my God. Why are I know, you adorable? I know. And it was Why? so amazing when she fell in love with the cool girl with the pink hair. Yes. I just. <laughs> I'm going to say it. She kind of looked like mom. You noticed. I noticed. I know. We all noticed. That was so good. But like when she walked in and Pearl's initial reaction, just like, I I didn't know humans came with pink hair. <laughs> she didn't. You, you have to put she stuff just, in it. She's just smitten from the get-go. Oh, she no. drops her drink. She, oh, my God. Everything. She's <laughs> like, oh, hello. <laughs> and the fact that like once they all end up at the party together, that she just like goes in and casually is like, I saved your universe. It's fine. And like You wouldn't welcome. be here without me. You're welcome. Yeah, by the way, I saved your planet and your species and you're welcome. Like, <laughs> oh like, my god. And then it, she's like, then it was terrible. I don't know. She gave me some code. I, I love that we basically get our own little 80s adventure sort of movie. Yeah. You know, Credit sequence and all. Yes. It's, yeah, it's the road trip we got to get to the concert. I know. Uh, uh, but, like, but at the same time, and I love that we can take that sort of storyline and arc and frame it around a lesbian relationship. Oh my god, it was amazing. Because in the 80s, you know, it was only the, the nerdy guy trying to get the girl who was I way know. out of his league. And, or and, the guy who was already cool, because we all saw Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris Bueller's so much fun. Yeah. But, but yeah, and so it's really great that we can have this type of story and frame it around this type of relationship. I totally agree. I've never seen that before. I, like, I've never seen it before yet. Didn't even blink when it happened in this exactly. show. It seemed Steven so Universe. natural and it was just wonderful. I yeah. mean, we've been watching two lesbians in a trench coat for so long on this show <laughs> that it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I, I gotta say, I like to, because here's the thing about the Crystal Gems. They are female in appearance. They are not female per se. Yeah. But I love that this female in appearance character legitimately is like having some feelings for like an actual human lady. And that's the other thing too is that this is a human. And yeah. Pearl hasn't always had the best relationship with humans. Yeah. Pearl hasn't always had the best relationship with Greg. True. <laughs> True. Just, but, Bam. And, and just the fact that she's willing to go out with Amethyst I think says a lot about where she is as a character mm-hmm. right now. She's like, I was gonna drink a juice. I'm wearing clothes. Yes. I was gonna gently push up against people without actually hurting them. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I drove to loud music, chased a mysterious woman into the night, and broke the law. <laughs> I've lost my edge. I should have stayed home with the puzzle. <laughs> it's like, um, I, th- I think yeah. you've got... Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Little mixed up. Little mixed up. But yeah, I honestly think that Mr. Greg was her turning point. Yeah. Finally starting to get over things and starting to heal. Yeah. And that this is an extension of that. We're trying new things. We're moving on. And I've seen a lot of, as much as I hate to use the word discourse, I've seen a lot of Tumblr discourse about this. And uh, some people think that Greg needs to find a new love interest. I don't really think that he needs that as a character. I don't think he needs that as a character. I mean, I love, I adore Greg. And if, you know, if it was justified in the storyline and he was going to be happy, of course I, of course I'd love that. But I feel like it wouldn't add anything. I feel like Pearl Pearl being able to move on is much more important. Yeah. And even if it's just, we see her once and Pearl gets a phone number and nothing ever comes of it. Okay. But we've seen that Pearl now has the capacity to mm-hmm. move on, to be interested in someone else, is no longer 100% invested in someone who is not around and yeah. not coming back. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is that Greg seems content with his life. I'm not going to say that he doesn't miss Rose and that there's not problems with his life no, even though he won the lottery. Not. But he is a very content guy. Like, he yeah. won the lottery and he's like, what do I need money for? He's chill. You know? Yeah. And But Pearl has not been content. No, she has no. not. For a long time. Yeah. And so, I don't think giving... Uh, Greg doesn't need a new love interest because Rose was the love of his life. Yeah. And even though he misses her, he's still content with where he with, is Yeah, and, and with what they had and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. It, it, it's totally... Because that was the thing was that, you know, that the love between Rose and Greg was... You know, it was mutual, it was reciprocated, and they generated Steven out of it, who's beautiful <laughs> and wonderful. And 
You know what I mean? Like I know what you mean, but that was a great way. To, and we generated a Steven. I mean, you know, that's basically what happened. I kind uh, of love generate Stevens. Gen- a Steven. Yeah. One day a Steven appears. It's yeah. kind of like hunting for shinies in yeah. Pokemon. Um, but, but with Pearl, so much of it is her kind of dealing with the fact that, I mean, Rose absolutely loved Pearl in her own way, but it isn't in the way that Pearl loved Rose, and Pearl coming to terms with that, and the fact that, like, Rose really did love Greg. Mm. It's huge. Mm -hmm. As you say, when they went to New York, like, that was definitely the turning point, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we really needed that, and then this episode was very much a look how far we've come. Yeah. She's, even if she's not comfortable with anything, even if she's still trying to show the cups who's boss or whatever, she's trying. Yeah. yeah. And 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 that's and I love seeing how like supportive Amethyst was too. Yeah. Because I feel like earlier in the series, even though like they're doing a lot of playful ribbing with each other, I feel like earlier in the series Amethyst would have yeah. been like, no, stay home. I yeah. don't I don't want you around. You're gonna ruin it. But yeah. here she's like, Yeah, yeah go you're, you're hardcore. Yeah. I just love you can start smaller. Talk yeah. to a nerd. Um, <laughs> I will say that, that was amazing. That was uh, beautiful. Uh, K-Bits in the chat does bring up a really good point, though. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is Pearl projecting Rose onto the mystery girl. I, that is a problem. I actually, though, would like to see that as a storyline because that yeah. is something that happens in real life a lot. Yeah. Which isn't to say that Pearl and Mystery Girl couldn't end up very happy together. I certainly hope that they will, or at least this is a start. I but I see their first date. But yeah, oh but my I, god, yes. But I would, but I would actually like a storyline because that is something that people do in real life: is yeah. we project our ideals of somebody uh, who doesn't exist onto real people, and then you know are are disappointed by. I, I'm 100 percent guilty of having done it myself, so I I would love to see that kind of storyline tackled. Yeah, but I feel like that's something that would have played out differently before Mr. Greg, as opposed to yes, after yes, Mr. Yes, Greg. Yes, well, I, well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I think, and this is you know sort of prediction-y territory, but like I feel like we could have an episode where Pearl was doing that, but she would come to the realization, and yeah. then there would be a mute, a conversation about like, you know what? No, you're not Rose, but. I like you as I like you. you just the way you are. Yeah. You remind yeah. me of this person that I cared a lot about as opposed yeah. to why aren't you Rose? Right. Yeah, and like we we already dealt with uh Pearl doing a lot of the Rose projecting onto Steven. Oh, and we, yeah. We spend so most much. of the series doing yes. that. Yes. Um, so it would make sense especially in a romantic capacity mm-hmm. if she would sort of pass that on yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. But at the especially as Steven's growing more and, you know, coming more into his own. Yeah. But it's at the same time it's something where we can spend one episode on it yeah. and then move on and then yeah. their relationship we can see where their relationship goes from there yeah. I like that yeah. I love this show so much <laughs> Just like, such a good show you guys yeah this is a great plus plus. Rue plus. in the chat is asking if she needs to bring pizza if you uh, actually send pizza to the studio <laughs> I will, will just eat lose it. my mind <laughs> and, uh, Renji brings up a good point in the chat Pearl was in love with a fantasy not Rose yeah, the person I yeah. totally agree oh yeah yep on a pedestal mm-hmm. yep we ha- and for the longest time Ugh. we had this idealized version of Rose that was presented to us in the show. Yes. Know? And now we're learning more and more about the real Rose. Yeah. And it's, it's a little disillusioning. Yeah. yeah Seeing but- all these flashbacks and going, oh, not only do you have problems, but you definitely had to kill people during mm-hmm. the war. And that's yep. a rough thing to come to and terms she, with. And even though, you know, she does love and admire humans so much, she doesn't she didn't really understand them. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And that's just so interesting. I mean, she looks at them almost like we look at, like, kittens or something. Our cats, yeah. She's You're like, so you're cute just and so dumb. Here's the laser pointer. Yeah, yeah. But our, <laughs> to be fair, cats look at us. Protected. Well, cats look at people like they're dumb, hairless cats who can't hunt. So. Yeah, that's true. Dogs understand that we're a different species yes. but love us anyway. Cats think we're big, stupid kittens. Yeah. That's why they meow at us. We yeah. only meow at kittens because yeah. We can't communicate sub-vocally like right, they do. This right. is just cats, the episode. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do we have anything else to say about uh, Last One Out of Beach City? Just that it, it makes me want to go and see a garage band like I like I did in high school yeah. and college. So it makes me makes me want to go and drink a juice and hang out and be cool. <laughs> I've never had a garage band experience. Oh, really? Girl. No. Oh. oh. If we find a garage band, we will take you. Yes. It's, a, it's this is the thing. I'm kind of like Pearl, where I feel like it's like 
I don't really like to go to stuff like that, but every once in a while, yeah. you just want a night where you're like listening to a weird band in a garage, like drinking cheap beer until like <laughs> oh, five yeah. in the morning. It's like clubbing. Once in a blue moon. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to go into a mosh pit. I've been kicked in the face before. Yeah. I, I don't need to. I don't need to do that. And mm-hmm. I like. I like my hearing mm-hmm. to an extent. But um, but yeah, it is fun, especially when it's mm-hmm. like a small local yeah, thing. Yeah, it's nicer. Yeah. yeah, you can just sit and drink beer and hang out. Yeah. No, they, they didn't really do that in Colorado or in Wyoming. Hmm. At least not well. where I was at the time. <laughs> yeah, they don't do stuff like that in Wyoming. We gotta take you out to a garage band concert. Yeah. We're in LA. There are tons of concerts. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've been to many of them. <laughs> so, yes, Onion Gang. This episode, I didn't really like it all that much the first time I saw it. And watching it again, it grew on me. I I got the appeal. And it was definitely a, oh, it's the end of summer. We're leaving you for a few months. We don't know when we'll be back. Yeah. Here's the thing is, I I was really uncomfortable with Onion's friends. But I think that, (laughs) that was the point. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and, and that was kind of what it was, was like what Steven realized was that, oh, here are all these sort of misfits who communicate with each other non-verbally and they're connecting more with each other than I am with anybody. And it's kind of, like, it was one of those things where it's like, Onion is like this weird little baby kid. And he's, he needs friends too and he has these people who he cares about and who are going to leave him and I I really loved this episode. Yeah. And I've, I've done this for Onion before. I've moved so many times. You're like, Katie, why don't you keep in contact with people? Because I moved around a lot before Facebook or the internet really mm-hmm, existed. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you move, you're ne- it's like that's a Jungle Cruise thing. Say goodbye to all the people on the dock. You'll never see them again. Yeah. So I've definitely done that before. And I've also done the, here's a group of friends. Here's a group of friends. Everybody be friends. Oh, God, why isn't this working? Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. <laughs> I've also been on um, both ends of this for, uh, for like, Onion bringing people together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Steven thinking that, oh, hey, I'm going to be cool and be this cool friend to Onion. Right, right. And then, like, and then, you know, other people get involved and it's like, oh, now I'm the third wheel. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting turn of events. Yeah. Though it's interesting, I I felt that, and, and I, I, I think that the episode, you know, portrayed it this way, that basically, like, that was not Onion's yeah. intention at all. No. Onion's intention was, I want to bring together all of my friends who I like in one place yeah. because I've got all these secret summer friends and then Steven's my all-the-time friend, so I want everyone to have a moment where they are all together. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so... We'll take care of yeah. that. Yeah, that, yep. <laughs> but, Party foul. But, and yeah, and I've been in that position, like I said, I've been on both sides of this, um, where, like, going home for college, right. I had so much time, like, on a weekend when I would right. go home, I'd want to see all my friends mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily... but. What I didn't realize is that some of my friends maybe just wanted one-on-one time with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that. I'm like, I'm trying to squeeze in as much friend time as I can. Yeah. And so, like, this is this is a good lesson for people to learn. I'm like, hey, no, not everybody's always going to get along. and But that's that's okay. We can all still be friends. Yeah. At, and especially, I think that this episode humanized Onion more than any other episode. Oh, yeah, I agree. We've definitely had episodes about... Holy cow, Onion is really kind of weird. Yeah. And this is just like, yeah, but he's also still a little kid who yeah, wants all of he, his friends to get along. And he still needs, fr- like, that's the thing is, like, everybody needs friends. And I think it was, it also did a really nice job of portraying, like, everyone has their group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And, and I also thought uh, with Onion, like, one of the things that sort of was a little jarring for me at first was when they all like drove off in the like soapbox racer and they did that bit where uh, Garbanzo pretended to get killed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Pinto came and like laid hands on him and he came back to life. And at first I was like, what kind of scheme are they trying to pull? But then it turned out to be fine because like it was it was just a game that they were playing. Yeah, hey kids yeah. play weird games all yeah. the time. Just watch any group of kids play. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I knew the, kids that yeah, they, they pretended to be dead on a hill uh, yeah. like in the vacant lot next to my house when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> and the thing about this is you kind of see like Steven's not a normal kid. 
he has so many issues with things, and he is probably the only one in this group who has seen death up close. Yeah. Who understands the idea of it and its permanence. And so... Why would you play at death when it's right. an actual yeah, risk yeah, yeah. in your life? Yeah. So, yeah, of course he would take it at face value. Like, oh, my God, he's dying. Oh, my God, he's dead. Oh, my God, you can heal people. Because that's life for right. him. Right, it is. It is. And then... That, and so it's like, no, 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 it's just a joke. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then we have the murder circle for the bug, and that's really weird. I was going to say that we Even had a trench normal coat standards. first. Oh, that, that's right. We had the... Five children in a trench coat. This show in trench coats, I swear. That was funny. <laughs> and Stephen was going to do the, you know, we're two kids in a trench coat. Let's go see an R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except, let's see if he calls us sir. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's, let's go vote. <laughs> vote, vote. That was, was awesome. Hysterical. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, you guys should totally vote in this election. Yes. If you're in the United States and you're legal, vote. Yes. And that's all I'll say yep. about that. Because <laughs> beyond that, it's propaganda, right? Yeah. Now it's just your civic duty. <clears throat> yeah. So that that was hysterical. Yeah. And then them, I, I love that they have the little collection of pictures and that Garnet's is just giving them a thumbs up. Like, future vision. She knew. <laughs> yeah. She's been doing the trench coat thing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So funny. But you were you were alluding to it. They had uh, the race with the bug bugs. Racing. Yeah. And these people do this with bugs and with turtles and yeah. with... Frogs. That's yeah. what we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did frog race. <laughs> I don't think I ever did anything like this, but it's still just... I think... It's super cute. Yeah. I think we raced kittens... Wow. How do you get the kittens to... My family used to have uh, two cats, and so we actually had several litters of kittens um, when I was growing up uh, that we would give away to to neighbors and stuff like that. But but yeah, when when the kittens were, like, wandering around, I think we tried to raise kittens and so I don't think it worked. I feel like that wouldn't... I feel like the most you can do with kittens is, like, the kitten bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that. Just like, okay, here's kittens, and here's some fluffy things, and just, just let them go. Really? Just we're all winners cats. in the cat races. We are! <laughs> That's true. I think it was John... Was it John Oliver? Or whose panel was it that was kittens Stephen, that were going to watch the debate? Stephen Colbert, I Yeah, Stephen Colbert, yeah. That's a very Colbert thing. Like, here's a kitten, but and there we go. But anyway, the uh, we can we can <laughs> we can we should start but a creature racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So about have, cats. Yeah, I would do a podcast about kittens. I don't. I don't <laughs> need to. But we we sh- but yeah. yeah. But we have this weird moment, and it sort of gets addressed later in the episode. But it's really weird that they take the winner of the bug race and, and just murder and it. Murder it. <laughs> yeah. And like that's. I mean, granted, kids do weird things, yeah. especially kids who don't understand like, life and death. death. Right, right. Um, and we're back to, again, Stephen being like, why do we want to kill things? Stephen, who doesn't want to hurt anyone and is coming to terms with the fact that sometimes you have to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so this is just needlessly. Yeah, somebody who, who only hurts people as a last result. Right, right. Being, you know, seeing people, like, kill things for fun. Yeah. That's very emotionally jarring for that him. Is, that is, Steven never comes out and says, you guys are weird or this is wrong. The most no. he gets is, bugs are weird, but I don't want to hurt them. It's yeah. never, you guys are wrong. No, no, it's, not at all. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, 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 and he only calls them weird when when he's by himself. He's like, no more weird friends. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Time yeah. to go talk to my friends. Yep. Yeah, so that, and I feel so bad for him. Like, everyone's busy. Everyone's going back to school. Everyone's at work. Everyone, you yeah. know, no one can hang out. Yeah. Yep. And again, moving a bazillion times, I've been the kid with no friends. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. Like a lot. Yep. Spent a year yep. doing that. And again, everybody's anyway. been in that position where you want to hang out with yeah. like, your friends. But and none of them are busy. available. And it's hard to like not take that personally. And yeah. Yep. So then just, you know, they're just living their life. So then yep. you tell your parents that you're bored and you wind up doing chores for your mom. <laughs> oh. If you're bored, never, you can do this. Uh, never tell your parents that you're bored. <laughs> uh, very, yeah. very grateful. Yeah. I have a sibling, so I was never bored. <laughs> oh, I have two siblings. And, and we didn't get along when we were kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and we find out that these are Onion's summer friends yeah. and that they're leaving. Yeah. So Onion which, just wanted one day of all of my friends, and then it was like, this is an unmitigated disaster. Which, 
You know, I can't wait until the start of the next summer for Steven, uh, because it would be so great to see all these like cute little characters, characters come, come back. back for another one-off yeah. episode. Yeah. For Steven to be like, okay, I get it now. I understand I you now. It to yeah. Win it. And yeah. you, you called them a silent protagonist from other video games, yeah, right? Yeah, we have Garbanzo, the Pokemon, who only says his name. Oh, yeah. And then everybody else was a silent protagonist. And we have one person in the chat. Let's I'm be trying real. To find Soup was who, Frisk. That's exactly yeah. what they said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Someone it photoshopped, so cute. <laughs> someone photoshopped Soup in the striped shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've actually yep, seen somebody do sure. uh, the entire animated like little thing where they, they basically superimpose Frisk onto Soup. And yeah. it's seamless. That's it's hilarious. so good. Yeah. It's I, so I also good. saw, I believe it was Kbits or in the chat, uh, mentioned something about, bre- I think we probably were talking about cats at the time you made this <laughs> comment about breeding them to create stronger offspring, <laughs> like Fire Emblem. And I just want to say, I appreciate the reference. <laughs> <laughs> just like I didn't spend hours breeding super children. No, <laughs> <laughs> my little brother's been talking. He's he talked my ear off about fire emblem so the other night. So uh, good. Anyway, tell us where on. I come from. My knee jerk reaction was uh, chocobos. Oh my god! Final Fantasy Seven chocobos. Oh you wind god. up with this inbred thing that can run on water. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay. And that's how you get Knights of the Round. It's a little, yep. it's a little messed up. <laughs> totally it's necessary. Messed up. But that's also what purebreds are in yep. real life. That's they true. Are horrifying. Let's bring it back to cats. Scottish folds have horrible genetic defects. Which is why they have the foldy ears and the horrific joints that are in terrible pain every day of their lives. Mm. Don't breed Scottish folds. Adopt cats from shelters. Just watch Adam ruins everything. He'll ruin pet breeding for you completely. Pure breed. It messes up animals. It's terrible. It's terrible. The Egyptians did it with their kings and we had problems, man. So many problems. Yep. To get back, this... Yes. Like... They were all, they were, I liked that they were all quirky in their own way. Yeah, I agree. And, and even though they, like, again, none of them communicated, like, you still got, like, very distinct, like, personality. Yeah, too, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely true. Yep. I liked it. It was, it was super cute. And again, it was, it sucks that we had to stop in the middle of yeah. the season. But again. it was oddly a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, like, watching this episode, I kind of want to, like, go and get, like, a, a glass of, like, hot chocolate or a pumpkin spice latte because it's, yep. like, it's fall Yep. Now. Yeah. We can we can move yep. into the fall season. Yep. Well, and this, I think part of the reason I didn't appreciate it as much the first time through was because it's like, okay, that was interesting. I wonder what next week's will be. Dot, dot, dot. And now it's like, okay, <laughs> this is ending this particular area of Okay, this makes sense. Yes, yes. That they ended on this one, which I'm appreciating it more the second time around. Yep. All right, do you guys have any thoughts on this one? Any final thoughts? Just that, like, it again, it's sad to see it go, but. As I say, oddly satisfying. Someone in the chat just said Adam ruins everything. Just ask Bumblebee Shippers. (laughs) Oh, I did it! I'm Uh, dying! I I love you! Oh my Uh, god! (laughs) <laughs> no, the the only other thing I want to say about this yep. episode is that it's sad to see it go, but hey, at the very least, see you next summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like it. Hopefully it's not going to be that long. Dear God. <laughs> I hope not as well, but uh, we shall see. <laughs> you never know. All right. <laughs> so we are going to get into predictions in just a little bit, but we have a bit of a delay. So Chad, if there's anything you want us to touch on that we didn't yet, now is the time to put it in. In the meantime, we're going to talk to you guys about iTunes. And I had a thing pulled up and it decided it didn't want to be pulled up anymore. So oh. that is just super helpful for everyone try. involved. Now nah, I got it. Okay. Two second it. fix. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for uh, for reading and reviewing. <laughs> For watching, for listening, for subscribing, and for liking, and for rating, and for leaving these reviews. You guys are wonderful human beings, and that is how we stay on the air. When you go to our iTunes podcast, you search After Buzz Steven Universe, and we are pretty much the only thing that pops up. And when you subscribe, when you leave a five-star rating, and when you leave a review saying, yes, we really like this podcast, please bring it back, our producers look at this and say, oh, we uh, want to keep them on the air, so let's keep them doing this. So, we have four reviews since last time. And the other fun thing is if you leave a review, we read it on the air because you're lovely human beings. We have a hang on to their every word from Shrimp Special. This podcast is perfect. It's really fun to listen to. It has the perfect blend of humor and thought with attention to detail and a consistent airing schedule, unlike Stephen Universe. Oh, but no, you can tell they mean business. But no, tish. God. 
Bless. <laughs> We're only consistent as long as they are. Yes. <laughs> uh, who else is crying? Just me from Wolf Earth Ninja, which I think Aww. has been my favorite review title so far. All right. I absolutely love Afterbuzz, and I can't get enough of the Steven Universe podcasts. I always look forward to them, along with its other cartoon, with its other deep cartoons and anime. Can't wait to hear you guys again when Sword Art Online and Star Wars Rebels come back. Until then, we can all cry together over Steven Universe. <laughs> well. Rebels is back. Yay! You'll be happy for that. <laughs> SAO is the big question mark in our futures, and we'll see. Uh, Duke Debavana? Okay. Question mark? There's an H in there that I'm not quite sure I'm pronouncing correctly. Don't you dare, Steven. I see you doing that. This is the wrong podcast. Don't. Are you sure? Uh, yes, I'm sure. You, you don't want me to play the Asada Sun video? Uh, Steven, I don't have the patience tonight. <laughs> Plus, we're running nice short on try. time. And yes. I have another show after this. But yeah, Duke, there's a movie coming up. God help say. us. <laughs> Duke DiBavana says, After Buzz has selected the perfect weeaboos <laughs> Listen, a lot of people on staff at Steven Universe are anime fans. There's That's a lot of heavy true. anime influence That's in the totally show. Fine. So that is correct. They do an amazing job yeah. of deconstructing the show to help you find all the little things you might have missed and gain a deeper insight into this in-depth and moving cartoon by presenting their insightful perspectives in a fun and comfortable way. Thank you. And first podcast for the win by Cravondal. I was sent to Steven Universe podcast by a friend who knows I love the show. It wasn't this one. I searched for more and found this gem. Gem and scare quotes. You're wonderful. I was so happy to find a podcast of solely women, and that was what first drew me in. I want to relate to the people talking, and these lovely ladies just get me. From them talking about all the Steven Universe stuff, to the 90s anime references, to just being nerdy, beautiful people in general, I cannot get enough of this podcast. It makes me want to go listen to more. Thank you for all that you do. Awesome. So, leave a review. It helps us stay on the air, and we will read it out whenever we come Yep. Whenever that is. Stay Gigantic tuned. question It'll mark. happen. So. Uh-huh. And that is the show's over. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's the Oscar Plus, I don't think we have anything for predictions. No, so, we kind of covered it. Emma, where can the people find you? All over the internet at my name. Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. If you like podcasts that are all ladies, you should totally check out my Sailor Moon podcast. It's called Love and Justice. You can find it in the iTunes store. <laughs> Megan? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I just talked about uh, Ruby, the Ruby Volume 4 trailer, oh. and the uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales trailer, teaser trailer. So go Sweet. check those out. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiajay. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I do so many things here. Blind Spot is next. Uh, Z Nation is on Mondays. Crunch Time is going to start being every week on Mondays, starting the week after next. Star Wars Rebels with all of us is Tuesdays. Woo! Arrow is finally back on Wednesdays. And like I said, I was just recently at the streamies. All of those interviews are up on AfterBuzz's YouTube channel. If you want to go watch those, I talk to all sorts of fun people. It was great. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you whenever we come back from hiatus. Thank you for sticking with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Garbanzo! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.